Laura Greaves is a multi-award winning journo, author, and a proud crazy dog lady. Hello, Laura. Hi there. <laughs> You're going. Good, thanks. <laughs> You've got this great new book out, Inspirational Tales of the World's Hardest Working Dogs, Dogs with Jobs. What made you think of doing this? Well, you know, I've been writing about dogs in one form or another for more years than I'd care to admit now. Yep. Um, and I would just come across these canine careers all the time that would surprise me because like many people, I know dogs pretty well. I've had dogs my whole life and you kind of think you know them and you think you know everything that they can do. But I just kept discovering these new jobs and these new ways of putting dogs to work that just blew my mind. Give us a couple of examples of some of the weirdest, strangest jobs that dogs have done that you've come across. Okay, well, there's a dog in the book whose name is Truman. He's a tiny little dachshund, yep. and his job is running ultra marathons. Well, th- this is a chapter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Truman's a chapter in the book. Yeah, yeah he's got um, three-inch legs, and um, he can run 50 kilometres and up with, you know, no what? great trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's amazing. It is amazing. I had a dachshund when I was quite young. I bought him off a mate of mine that I went to school with. I was only about 10 or 11. And uh, we got him in August, so I called him Gus. Oh, very nice. I've had quite a few dogs. I've got a little dog at the moment called Kevin, mm-hmm. who's a uh, Maltese Shih Tzu, big tough man stock. What sort of dogs do you own? I've got Nova Scotia duck tolling retrievers which most people have never heard of. No, what the <laughs> hell are they? What do they look like? They look at, they actually look a little bit like border collies, but they're yep. slightly smaller and they're red. Right, okay. I had, a, I had a black and white, which is a standard sort of colour for border collies. I had one of those when I was quite young too. Yeah, they're pretty eye-catching. And my carpets are red too, thanks to them. Because oh, right. they just shed constantly <laughs> everywhere. Oh, okay. That's what I love about Kev, because Kev doesn't shed. He, he only sheds when he goes to the groomer. Yeah, well, I wish mine, I could say that about mine, but no. When they go to the groomer, it like snows red in there. <laughs> but this is a great book, great present for Christmas for uh, for dog people. The fact that you're described as a uh, crazy dog lady, I reckon that's great, because we mainly hear about crazy cat ladies, don't we? My ex-wife's a crazy cat lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm proud to call myself one and I just, you know, I don't quite understand why they have, you know, calling yourself a crazy dog or crazy cat lady has slightly kind of negative connotations because I think it's only a good thing to, to love and have compassion for animals. It is. And it's on Penguin. Go and get it for Christmas if you love your dogs. Dogs with jobs. Laura Greaves, thanks very much for the chat. You have a great Christmas yourself. If I'd have seen this with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> Alison did a really good cartoon in yesterday's West. Prostitutes should be sent to the front line to service Australia's combat soldiers and help them relieve stress. <laughs> Sweeping statement there, really. That is the opinion of a female Australian Army captain who's currently on deployment in the Middle East. <laughs> what if she has a guy in mind? Captain Sally Williamson made the suggestion on an official Australian Army website. She also wrote that if the front line was too dangerous for prostitutes, troops could be given sex toys instead. <laughs> Her article, Sex and War, a conversation Army has to have, was posted earlier this month on the Army's official Land Power Forum blog and removed several days later. It said chiefs were too nervous to talk about sex in the wake of a string of military sexual scandals. Captain Williamson wondered whether the Army could contract Australian male and female sex workers to surface troops and forward operating bases and air bases. These would be the same as the official field mobile brothels to the French military deployed around the airfields during the French Indochina War in 1954. Yes.
However, she found that there were more legal, practical, medical and logistical barriers to putting sex workers in the line of fire. Instead, she urged army chiefs to loosen the rules on fraternisation to allow willing soldiers on the front line to have sexual relations in a safe, secure and controlled environment. She said sex helped relieve the stress of loneliness or prolonged absence from family, friends. Yeah, I'm sure the family would be happy about that. Partners and spouses. and Oh, yeah, partners and spouses That'd would be, be really happy aesthetic. about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they'd be right into that. Yeah, go for your life. Not. And the exposure to bombs and killing that came from deployment in a war zone, adding improved intimacy and sexual interaction can help combat veterans with PTSD recovery. It's okay if you're single, I suppose. I've got a hypothetical for you, Blackers. What's that? I think it's different that a Captain Sally Williamson's come out with that as a point of view, and if a Captain Barry Williamson had come out and said that, would it make it any different? How would oh, it be received? Yes, at the I, yeah, I think it would. Yes, mm. I think it would indeed. In fact, it's probably maybe, the most striking maybe, thing about that story. Maybe Barry actually said to. <laughs> maybe Barry actually. When Barry said met to, Sally. To Sally. <laughs> when Barry met Sally. <laughs> Yeah, it certainly is. Morning, mate. How are you doing? I'm very well. Blackers, how are you going? Yeah, good. It's getting very close to Christmas. Oh, well, that's right. It's, it is the season at all, Blackers. That's why I thought today's out is uh, an oldie but a goldie. Uh, two words for you, Blackers. Jib jab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> a lot of people still like it and play with it, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. So for the people that don't know, that jib jabs that um, it's been around for a couple of years. It's the thing where you can cut out your little head in a photo and then chuck it on an elf and it dances around and you can send it as a card to people. But yeah. they've actually got an app now, which is a lot better because um, in the old days, it was a website thing and you'd have to, you'd have to really struggle to get something a decent cut around your head to make it look any good. Yep. Whereas now they've developed the app so much, you literally just take a selfie with your phone and then... Um, I mean, I've like, cause I haven't sent a Christmas card in about 35 years, I reckon. <laughs> it's just, this might get me sending cards again because it's this quite is, funny. This is why little... you don't receive any. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to send off, if you're feeling guilty about Christmas cards, this could be the next best thing. So right, uh, okay. I've chucked the link up at your homepage, Blackers, so people go and check right it out. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. So. Okay, what do you got planned for Christmas, mate? Are you, got, uh, are you going away anywhere with uh, Leona and the kids? Or? Uh, yeah, actually, we're going, we're going to Mandra, I think, which would be good. Oh, okay, um, cool. For a couple of days, lovely spot down there. So um, that's what I did. I'm just dealing with my kids have uh, got the Christmas bug this year. So uh, um, yeah, it's just been chaos. <laughs> and you're at the end of your tether already. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Good on you, mate. All right, mate. Take it easy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, go to triple southwest and have a look at the page, and you'll find the link to that app. <laughs> The Triple M Ashes of Rock CD. Now, Triple M's Ashes of Rock CD, it's available in stores now. Great stock and fill up. Double album. Oh, it is a great album. Now, the first CD is Chocolock Full of Aussie Rockers, and the second is uh, for all of English Rockers. And it's I'm a bit talking... of an eclectic blend, too. Like. It is. It's a bit of everybody. Like the Aussie guys, Cold Chisel, as you'd expect. Wolf Mother, Paul Kelly, Daddy Cool, The Oils, Noise Works, Models, Baby Animals, The Church. And uh, over there on the English side, you've got The Cure, The Animals, you've got uh, Calplay, Reef, Eurythmics, Kasabian. New order, psychedelic first tears for Judas cheers. Priest and Stone oh, Roses I making know, it all. I know, I know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the Triple O Mashes of Rock CD, it's available now, so uh, get that double CD. And obviously, uh, just keep in mind that it's okay having file sharing and all that sort of stuff, mm. but uh, CD quality, much better.
And so at least a little, much better. a little more goes to the artist as well. That's exactly right. But, uh, yeah, the ashes, we're right into that. How about that catch from Nathan Lyon? Lyon? Oh, that was one of the greatest caught and bowls you'll ever see. I have never seen anything like that. That was <laughs> Certainly just... not from Nathan Lyon. No, that was just, wow. Yeah, that'll be on Classic Catches for years. That it will be. Yeah, but that was just absolutely fantastic. But we lost uh, four wickets there. Yeah, lost yes. four in a hurry late Should last Should we worry? Night. No, not yet, because we're still 260 in front. Have a little bat today, get 300 in front, and do them in by the end of the day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, uh, Richie Richie Evans. 